Lecture podcast, a story of a song. I'm Greg Anson, and when we left you last, Anthony and Cariati were deep into the mix. So let's go back to the tape. More last night. I have another transfer for you. I got it. I downloaded it. Oh, cool. <laughs> I get cranky as I get older. These fucking people think that that's analog. Old smell, check one, two. Oh, wow, it sounds great. Hey, check one, two. Yo, coming back to pick you up. That's of the analog, Tom. Syndrome, love it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna try to use that uh, parade thing to gate the uh, chorus guitar so the chorus guitar doesn't sound too overwhelming if you really want to hear those uh, snare stuff. Okay, try it. Six. That might be really interesting actually. What's, what's cool about it is it goes with the vocals. Everybody, uh, 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 uh. Right. You can try it. It's really cool. It got better from there. It got better. Is that the acoustic? Huh? Is that the acoustic? Yeah. Yeah, that might be really cool. Make a nice contrast between the chorus and the verse, too. Shift it for the different swing. If you have to. Well, right now it's swinging with the snare. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's whatever the snare is playing. I see. Yeah, this is being keyed by the snare. I see. You were keying um, or filtering out the guitar there with, um, so why don't you explain, you spend a little bit on tape, but explain kind of how you do it, what your process was, what the thought was about what you're doing in the sauce take. Okay. Um, notice I didn't use the word key ch- uh, sidechain. Okay. It's basically it. Okay. It's sidechaining. Yeah, okay. it's sidechaining. That's um, makes sense. Uh, so, so. We, you know, we have the. I can't remember now exactly how the rhythm was with the with the acoustic guitar, but I, anyhow, mm-hmm. we figured that the acoustic guitar is actually a uh, a big part of the track, and um, the problem that we were having at the time was like every time we get the the acoustic to be prominent, it kind of overwhelms the, mm-hmm. the 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 snare feel, which is also like a big part of the chorus. So I was like, okay, let's try, you know, keying it and have it play like the snare. And uh, what was your question? You, oh, oh well, how, that, how, how, how to get there? How you do it and just, okay. just, 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 and like, like you said, like the, just the reasons for doing it, you know? Oh yeah, the, the reason was that, like yeah, we try yeah. to, so, so that we kind of want to have that guitar uh, in there, but not like overwhelming the main thing, which is like the, the, yeah. the, 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 that snare, uh, groove so uh do you do you do you want to know how how to do it yeah 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 just how how you how you mm, okay because yeah, yeah, yeah. that was like really cool that was really cool i was uh, really just interested. Key, keyword sidechain yes um so yeah that's basically it so you set up you set up um 
a gate, mm-hmm. um, pick any. Um, so you set up a gate on the on the acoustic track, and then in the input, you you want to set a sidechain input, which is wi- uh, what you're keying it with. Okay. So uh, so let's say bus one, mm-hmm. and then you go to the snare track, and then you send through aux. Um, you can do it from aux, or you can multiply the output however you want to do it so basically you want to send that signal to the gate and the way uh, and then um and then you go from there so and, and then like it, depending on what kind of gate that you use you want to select external as the gate as uh, uh the gate signal so and then you play you play you play the snare and then you start uh you start to adjust your threshold your attack and release until it sounds how you want it. That's basically how to do it. Cool. Very you know? cool. Yeah. And you can do it with a lot of, you know, that's just one. That's a great, that's, but that's such an out of the box application. That's, uh, I mean, for, like, you kind of solved a problem by you have yeah, this yeah, acoustic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in both that very sense, busy. In, kind that's, of. in that sense, yeah. yes, it was a little out of yeah. the box, but that technique is like, Besides, it's, right. it's has existed since forever. So. And I, I'm actually very curious, not, I mean, uh, in other ways, what other ways do you use um, sidechain to kind of help things duck out of each other? I mean, I've heard of Okay, like, yeah, so, okay, so uh, this is going to be a little bit out of context of what we're talking here. Sure. Um, the other uh, good way to do sidechain is also on um, uh, kick drum and bass. Cool. So uh, you can either do volume, which I don't, I actually don't like that sound. You do uh, you do sidechain or keying um, bass to a certain frequency, and then you use the kick drum to key it. So like every time you oh. kick, so, so every every out. every time you the the ba- uh, the kick hits the the low end mm-hmm. or whatever frequency you pick. Sometimes it's actually higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will duck that frequency. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. It that's more transparent, and yes, some, pe- some, yes. some people some some people actually like uh, some people. Well, the EDM world, they would actually duck the level. Okay, yeah. Sometimes that's, it's that's cool. Sound. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes I just don't like that sound. It, it it sounds suffocating to me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's like another use of key. Yeah, that that that's yeah. what I've heard, but I haven't heard it like with doing it frequency. I've always heard the volume thing, like you know, yeah, with, yeah. The, with that. Um, yeah, but yeah. um, the the only question is and i know this is going a little forward but how much of this got used in the final mix was did, did this did this oh did yeah you? well it gets used it gets used um in 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 a not um uh, uh what's the word super blatant yes yeah, it, it, in, yeah. in in not in a blatant way like mm-hmm. you can't really tell but oh uh, but the, tr- the translation of it is just like oh yeah i hear this kick but then like this kick uh, doesn't like mess around with the bass. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 in this course, the um, this helps with this hearing more of the definition of the snares. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, between yeah. that was between the snare and the acoustic yeah, guitar yes. because we have the acoustic guitar in stereo. Yes. So back, it's like a, yeah, back in the seventies, way they when they did like say on like a lot of times on a record when they would have the bass. Um, Key the with the kick drum so that it would make them if they were going it would make it appear to be tighter than it really was because oh because it's going with the bass it, right it's, it's going exactly right with it so every time that that kick hit the bass would you know, be, yeah, yeah. And, and it gives you the impression that all the mutes on the bass were exactly in the right spot yeah. oh. so that's a useful Wow. And and um, yeah, and then uh, that technique is is good, but it's very limited as far as the ability. That's why the well in the old days is uh, it's uh, um, it works because of the musicians. <laughs> they're, they're they're amazing musicians to start with. Yeah. Uh, if you do that with like some you know like inexperienced musician, that's the, it's not possible. Yeah, it has uh, to be possible. really close. Yeah, yeah, it has to be a yeah. great performance. Yeah. Love that stuff. Did you do the Mutron biface on it? Yeah, it's actually not a Mutron biface. It's uh, it's a delay, uh, but it's like really short. It's one of uh, the Valhalla frequency delay, so you can modulate just like one frequency. That's cool. And then you tell it how fast it goes, and it sounds like Mutron only. It's more 3D. That's that's really cool. Yeah, hit it pretty hard. Thank you. 
crazy sound. All right, so this is just a quick little stop, but um, yeah, what was um, I wanted to ask about the because muton biphaser. I know that's crazy pedal. What what again is that? I kind of. It's this giant '70s phaser that's about this big. It's got the three colors on it, right? Yeah, it's kind of got Brady Bunch colors. It's a Mutron. It's beautiful. I mean, they they used to be like, maybe five hundred bucks. Like now they're like thousands. (laughs) Of course. We used to we used to rent them actually. Um, They're they're just they got a just great warm analog sound. Because we you use some weird sounds on that to start, and then you. That that's why I wanted to ask because you. Re- yeah. I like the way the those guitars kind of stand, ended up in the final mix. Those they sound amazing. They were really well played too. Oh, very much. Well, you start from there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the best. Arturia makes a really great plug-in for the um, Mutron biphase. It sounds exactly the same. It's wow. fantastic. I use it all the time. Um, it's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't think we had Wawa on those. I think those no. were just straight. So you know, like the 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 effect, you don't really hear it that much in that recording. You kind of have to yeah, go to, the, to go to go the go to the actual yeah. uh, mix of it. Um, so w- what it does is uh, it's a delay uh, made by Valhalla. Um, it's I think it's called frequency delay. So you can actually set um, what frequency you want it to modulate. Oh, cool. um, and then it will do its thing and if it's like a stereo source which that was because there was two guitars played really mm-hmm. well played by the way because like the first thing I checked was the f- uh, like how how accurate as far as uh, y- uh, your difference between between one and the other mm-hmm. and they're just in the perfect pocket so they don't cancel because that's one thing that you always want to check when you do uh, double tracking vocal guitar whatever Yeah, is you want to check that um that it doesn't cancel out in mono oh that's a good because yeah. yeah. also too you like, won't be able to tell in stereo because in stereo oh, the, the, the 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 more out of face actually it will sound bigger when it's more out of face and you don't want that because you uh it will just disappear especially when you play and, you, and when you play it on a even on a stereo phone it will it will it will sound like it disappears if it cancels so that's the first thing you check and, and then that and is that and that like that was a good performance by that him. was a great performance because because yeah. also too that was probably just a one take by bronson awesome <laughs> so, so that's that's even another, better yeah that's yeah. Uh, awesome that's, thanks so yeah and then and then and then we just apply that um that delay on it uh the the delay i believe uh, the delay is like very very small that's how you make it uh, move across the speakers um you set the frequency that uh, that it does the modulation at, mm-hmm. and then and then the 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 actual uh, delay time it's like really really small. It was like less maybe less than one millisecond. Oh, crazy! And then like be, be, because of what it does, and then you put it on the stereo source, and it will just go across the speakers. And sometimes it goes out of the boundary for a second and then comes back that's that's when it makes you goes a little bit dizzy and then come back to earth yeah. <laughs> oh that's cool and, and that's why it's cool and then like when cool. and then and then it kind of like feature your your uh you know like in, it was an event so it's like during yeah. that section yeah yeah that, that, like know. we've been talking about um and then at the end of the clip it's going into the next section where we'll come mm. up in the next thing but anthony you had some crazy this is the beginning of the next but you crazy guitar sound what yeah was that was this this generation loss it's a chase bliss um generation loss chase bliss um this and a general jl cooper no what's not jl cooper what's the guy cooper effects uh, they it was a combination they worked together on this this was this one has no serial number it was sent to me by uh him. Yeah, look cool. at those dip switches oh in the my. back. Oh yeah, those yeah, are daunting, are those? daunting oh, dip switches. Th- yeah. those, those pedals are crazy. That's yeah. probably like a ten thousand dollar pedal. <laughs> they weren't expensive at, uh, at the time, but now they, they don't make them, so they're expensive now. But, but that's that got that kind of. It's it, it's one of those pedals like it, it. 
it sounds like crap on purpose and trying to get it to sound like the right crap on purpose is really hard for me because <laughs> it's like you know what i mean it's like i i'll spend hours like messing with it and finally once i finally have something i like i don't even touch it i just leave that that's that pedal but but that yeah. that is an art like the art of like it's an art of a sound it's not like it yeah. doesn't matter if it's whatever it i've heard people part. other people are way more creative with this pedal than i am i don't know what it is i just have a, a hard time getting it to sound a way that i'm happy to I've never used one of those yeah. pedals, but they just look daunting. There was yeah. all the dip switches and yeah. things. They're, they're super cool. They're amazing. They always yeah, sound they're amazing. They're super cool, but like there's people on Instagram that are way better at getting uh, it to sound interesting. Um, for me, it's just either it. Yeah. It's, anyway, I finally found a setting, and that's the setting. And they make the best effect videos. Yeah, they, they do. They do. They do by far. They 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 they're just amazing. The outro, we're probably gonna trim it down. Yeah. Like, Close to 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, that's it, fine. It's about it's about one minute long. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like almost like an epilogue. Right. It's like almost like an extra track. But um, maybe get to the vocal sooner and like don't go as long kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, because like once you hear the vocal repeat once, yeah, it's like it's like okay, cool. It's a, it's a good hook though. It is. It's like it's kind of like an outro chorus idea. I'm just thinking of pausing the loop. I'll show you. So it's like, whoosh, and then I'll show you. This is gonna, I've been thinking about this. It's gonna be cool. Off, on, like some kind of put the loop on in a weird place on it. Maybe on now. This section coming up drives carry out insane. <laughs> Not insane, but it becomes a party. <laughs> that, so it's just a short little. I think. This is the beginning of the new outro. Yeah. Basically the next. Cool. I think it's kind of amazing how you kind of come on this section. It's like... I'm going to shift down. the only chord slightly. I just kind of eyeballed it. It's pretty close. How does that feel to you? It's kind of cool though. Just crank it. I like it. I like it out of time. I mean, it's, it's not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a. It's a head. Yeah. But it's kind of like free. Yeah. I like it back just like twenty or something milliseconds. the magic number 13 close I like that did you change it yeah that's 12 yeah I like it 12 always works <laughs> it's 12 it's 12 I knew it was 12 or 13 <laughs> so I think like what you guys were talking about or earlier like one of the amazing things about listening to this um, you guys mix the song is how little time you basically sound spend on working on the song, not the, not the sounds, and more working on the arrangements. And I think this is another like little insight into just how how in the big picture you're always working on little teeny things, and it's always about that. And you're coming into this new section that is a new part of the arrangement, as you'll see. But this little part here, you're just working on one little thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like a quilt. I guess there's all these, you know, if you zoom way out, you know, you, you get the big picture. But if you zoom way in, it's the, the sum of all the parts that make the, the they say the devil's in the details. Mm -hmm. um, that's sort of what. And, and what, what maybe a question to ask for you, and this is what I get over the tape that just amazes me about you, Cariotti, because Anthony's this creative genius who's all over the place, is how you kind of keep a flow going and then he'll bring things to you and you'll stop what you're doing, like whether it's fixing the things. There's a lot of times when you jump back and forth. Can you kind of just address that workflow? Not even what you're doing here, but how maybe you kind of compartmentalize stuff like that? Um, well, I guess it depends. Um, sometimes I can do it on the fly as he's, uh, as, as he's saying, like, oh, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I can do it on the fly. Sometimes I have to like uh, kind of put it in the cache 
yeah. somewhere, <laughs> and then and then finish what I was doing at the time, yeah. and then and then continue on. And sometimes it kind of looks like it, it's like going along, uh, like no problem. Some and sometimes it can uh, be disruptive too. Yeah, and sometimes answer is like, oh, just do you know, do sure. do, do what you're doing, and then we'll and then, come back. Yeah, to we'll it. come back to this. But but compared, like I work in a lot of creative creative situations, and. That, that can be one of them because you want to get his idea out. Yeah. Because like, you know, it's your kind of job to get yeah. get. Yes. It, 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 but to manage it and you do it very. Well, like, we've been doing it so long. Yeah, that, that's another thing that you, to keep in mind. So cause it might not be the same dynamic if it, it was just you and me or like Bronson mm -hmm. and me. Yes. You know, we kind of like, know each other. Yeah, and like and like we kind of get we kind of get each other's rhythm. You know, so, so, it's so, so it's so important. Like, it's like so it's important. almost thoughtless. Yeah, like you don't even need to think about it. But it, 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 but but in listening to the tapes, it's because because you kind of because I drop off one thing, and I I yeah. usually don't come up here unless they need me to play something. Right. Um. And it it's so it 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 almost seems like it's it's a linear process because and it, it it is but there are all these steps along Skips the way around. and these beautiful parts. If you didn't work this way, they wouldn't be here. That's part, like, as you'll hear yes. coming up, yeah. like, stuff is done. Like, yes, the other parts, like, you're editing, and then Anthony comes in and you start on something else, then you go back to it. You yeah, know, yeah. You yeah. know, which is, yeah. And, and if you hadn't done that, you wouldn't have coming up, you'll see what's created. You know, it's pretty Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes you kind of have to do it, like, on, you know, like at that moment, because it's like, on the fly. It's a, on the fly, yes. Uh -huh. And that's just something that when I work with other people, it's just, it, it 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 is a lot like you said you guys have been working together for so long that that can be more of the battle than any one part or anything yeah, yeah. we don't know yeah <laughs> we don't know. no no it's great but it, it's just something that like that it, 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 yeah. it, it, it's interesting to analyze it because we don't really think about it but it's it, for us it's actually in this context of the podcast it's it's kind of like oh wow we do that and it's like you know we don't even yeah yeah it's, no, no, it's, no, no, that's it's cool it's cool to see uh Outside pers uh, perception. Yeah, yeah, and having yeah. worked with you guys for you know yeah. the last eight nine years, <laughs> yeah. and been and be there and be in the room and know what's going on, I still, you know that yeah. I'm, that's why I have these questions now. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. don't get yeah. everything that you kind of just know intuitively from each other. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> breakdown when it when it breaks down to percussion just have vocals and percussion instead of waiting like percussion then vocals you know what i mean where do the vocals come in now okay so right now uh so vocal ends here i'm talking about the outro vocal so yeah so from now on there's no section that Anthony kind of wrote, inspired from, we didn't leave him anything at the end, we just repeated the lyrics, so this is completely new. Kind of cool, though. Vocal. Yeah, that would be cool with the beats, it's like a parade march. I like it. We can always shorten it more later, I just take I think the fill. Come up with a new bass there. Oh yeah, definitely. Tuba or something. Tuba, I was thinking of horns, yeah. 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 Good call on the horns. Yeah. And then the vocals by itself at the end, which I love. Just keep the vocal going, right? Okay, so what you heard there was at the end of the song, we basically left it on a chorus. It kind of just ended, you heard in the last demo. So um, a lot of times when I work with Anthony, he creates new sections or just takes it where he feels. And this is one of those sections. So I think just ask the question, like, what inspired you for this? How did it start? I don't know. I think it was, it, it came from the idea of the, the celebrate the lyric 
and and I and I, and I wanted to go off into the sunset with a celebration, you know. <laughs> so I felt like that there's a way to to bring that out in the song and and take the listener on a, that journey to, you know, sort of like in a movie, you know, like the, the trains disappearing, you know, on the track and everybody's waving, you know. It's like it, it, it's hard to explain, but it was just it's it seemed like a part of the story that needed to be there. And I think because like. Um, did you take the snare loop and write to that? Because the, it, you know, it's just E, A, B. We didn't have those chords in the song. So you, you kind of, I mean, it's, so did you start, did you do it from the snare loop because we didn't, or did you just do it for, how did you I, I, come? I think I heard that, that, I think this guitar sound inspired it, inspired it when I, and then that, then that, that's got, that got me thinking about it. I think that's where it came from was that guitar part, you know, on top of that. And then that was like, okay. And then I, then I, I didn't even realize that it was reharmonized at first. I just, sometimes I just hear things a certain way and then I'm like, oh, wow, that's a reharm, you know, like, or Carrie will notice, like, I'll do some kind of weird mode or something like, you know, it's, I, don't, I often don't think of it in musical theory terms. I just hear it as a sort of like a, a journey, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because the intro or the chorus chords, I mean, they're, they're very basic, but they're just... They, they, the, the, they, they are different, yeah. Well, they, they start, they, we play the third and the bass on the first one, so that's yeah. why the A sounds like a little right. different, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it was really cool when I heard that section, and it's kind of cool where it end goes from here. Yeah, it's fun. Know, definitely. Yeah. I had a blast working on it. Yeah, you definitely uh, captured your party. Yeah, the part you know what I mean. You, you yeah. realized, like you, you know, you definitely uh, stepped up to the plate and like realized this this whole party that you kind of were uh, create. You know, you're making it. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny. Like we didn't talk about it, but on the first podcast, podcast we say it's a party song, and we say it's a party song, and then you did, and we never talked about that. Like so, <laughs> it's kind of yeah. it kind of shows you that like if you do something in a certain right and you do it right, people will get the vibe you're going for. Absolutely. So that that was the funny part about it, because it, I, when I heard that on the tape, I'm like, we didn't talk about that. And we even had to change one of the lyrics. Yeah, what's well, coming uh -huh. up? That's coming okay. up. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. What sound is that? Hot <clears throat> the Omnicord. Oh wow. That's two Omnichords? No, the high one, it's uh, something else. What's that one? It's cool, I like it. Yeah. I've never uh, heard that before. Greg labeled it Madonna, keyboard part. It, it's great. That's beautiful. Wait, that's beautiful. That's not Omnichord, is it? That's Omnichord. Oh, wow. Killer sound. I gotta ask those guys how they did that. That's an amazing that sound. That was that Omnichord app you gave us. That was like my favorite sound of the entire production. I, I just, I, the second I heard I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. That, that's really cool, because other than the iOptagon which app, which you showed me, that's the Omnichord app, yeah. And like we said, it's actually probably better than an Omnichord because, you know, the Omnichord stick and they're fidgety, but you can change the chords. Like it's not, like you can do minor seven flat endless. fives yeah, yeah endless so, so many that's chords. amazing so other than it being on your tablet you know it's better than the real thing i have know? so many omnichord stories <laughs> I, I, I could fill up the podcast just on the omnichord i'm know, serious it's, it's like the first time i saw omnichord on a track sheet was from working with duran back in the mid 90s and i kept seeing this omnichord 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 and and it never sounded remotely like the same so wow. so one day nick came in i said nick what's an omnichord and he says i'll bring you one <laughs> <laughs> and that and then i was addicted and then over the next probably 10 years i collected you know i think at one point i might have had like eight and i used to get drunk and give them away as party favors <laughs> <laughs> so if you have one you're one of anthony's party favors. all people <laughs> out there listening will go oh i have an omnicord anthony gave it to me <laughs> you know and now i have like i think three left i just bought i bought one on ebay recently for like 300 bucks which... they used to be 75 bucks back i know when but, I started, but the know. best wow. thing about the one i got was it actually has a box Oh, nice. That's, <laughs> that's collectible. Exactly. It's they're awesome. They're yeah. just, they're great. They're cool. That sounds really cool with the vocal. Yeah, right now the hiss is louder than the sound. I can 
roll it off. Kind of have to, cause um, when I when I just put it on, it's it's like s -s 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 in the music. Yeah. No, no, no notes. It can't be that much, but part part of it is kind of like vinyl when you drop a needle. Right. Yeah. But I, I get it. Right, but what I'm saying is, in the music, you don't hear the notes. You only hear the sh Yeah, yeah. Sh 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 and that's not going to work. No. Yes, it will. So roll off a bunch of it, and then I knew it was going to be like a challenge to make it musical. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's like it's like an extra. I don't care if you hear that or not. Yeah, better not because. Uh, Which one did you use? Like bury it. Yeah, it 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 buries itself, you know. Because it seems like it's it's like it's like anticipating a note that's gonna be sung or played. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe that goes with the vocal. It, it sounds pretty cool with the vocal. getting pretty buried but by its on its own. It does something cool though. I, I tried cutting it out and I missed it. Alright, so having worked with Anthony and you Karate for a while, um um when you have to Anthony's always giving you these crazy sounds and sometimes they have sonic things how, how what is your approach with something like this you know yeah, yeah well that uh, the problem with that one was you know the the massive amount of hiss which is uh most of the time it's cool but for some reason that one the the amount of hiss they they just kind of overpower um and as you heard on the recording um when you put the music on uh to get it to a certain level the hiss end up being louder than the actual uh, sound mm -hmm. or tone yeah, like the note uh, kind of yeah the note kind of yeah. disappear and you don't hear it and then yeah. i think there's like another issue like i think uh, it has it has to do with um repeating note or like something that i, I that i mentioned that um oh uh it sounds like it's like anticipating something that yeah. hasn't happened yet that was a really uh, cool idea kind of like foreshadowing in yeah music. yeah and it ended up actually working because i was skeptical in the beginning sure and you know yeah, and, and a lot of stuff with Anthony's kind of genius is like exactly, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like I know, like in, he's 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 he was ahead of me. He was like, hey, just fucking do it. I just know, <laughs> well, I know in, in our in our version of break, like yeah. in breaking the law, which was really slow. In some yeah. places, he put like changes in like 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 a beat, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it could yeah, fit. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, how did yeah, yeah. you think of that? You know, it's like so. Yeah, end up actually working out really well. Yeah, Anthony has this ability, and you guys, but. Anthony has his ability to like I don't know if it's in this song but like you'll put a tambourine or a hi-hat or a sound and it will sound like someone's warming up but it's perfectly in time and yeah. it, it sounds like like a, like a Rolling Stones mistake but it's perfect right. it's like I don't know how <laughs> it, like and you yeah like it's just in Bronson has that sometimes with the tambourine like I know in the theme song he wasn't playing it fast he just goes like this and you made it sound good over that's, time. A, that's yeah. a great tambourine part yeah but you do I think you do something like this in this song later with the percussion where it almost sounds like you're just picking it up but it, it's like perfect. You know? it's like, Picked it up and dropped it. But, but, but it's like, but it's like in some of your famous like Rolling cool. watching the thing on Hal Blaine and oh, the Wrecking Crew, and they wouldn't know. They'd make a mistake and go to the Tom, and because they couldn't stop recording, that became part of the song. And because it was so mm. good, it's just that it's, was. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Stones records, Exile on Main Street, where like the shaker and the tambourine are louder than yeah. everything. <laughs> 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 How do you feel about that, Cariotti? No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the the, I notice um, you're like out of the box thinking with some of these the tambourine or, I I hear there's probably a a million other inspirations, but I do hear like when I listen to Pet Sounds, I hear like the 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 tambourine put there. It's not rock and it's not that's not the. It's so much more tactical and it'll happen. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> and then like a dead one that, next. What's the guy? The Cooper, Ray Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He was a percussionist on a lot of that stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, he plays with the with the 
tambourine yeah. and he does like yeah. he hits okay he yeah. hits him like like this like very cool oh he hits it like flat like he hits yeah, it he holds it yeah and then you get all that it just rings and rings yeah and then you put it on its side you hit it's just and it's dead yeah. and there's wow there's a whole world in there, there. Is. it's just yeah i'll be end up shutting off the loop at the end. since we had the parade march for the whole song let's try leaving that out at the beginning of it I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna have to experiment a little bit to find the optimum. But that's been kind of a playing for the whole song. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Doesn't it make more sense to try something different? Yeah. There for that break coming out of there, I think it does. I had to hear all the elements before I could kind of try. Still have a big kick drum and all that. A big, big boots, you know. So this section we're gonna cut in half. Right. chop stuff on the end or whatever we'll figure it out yeah well the vocal doesn't come in until later yeah so i'm thinking move that over have the snare drum and the vocals come in give the horn a little short little break to introduce the vocals and then full party out snare drum and give the horn a little break, maybe four beat four measures or something. Yeah. One, two, here's the hook. Yeah, and the horn's fit will be broken down for one one round of the vocals, whatever that phrase is. Kill that off those guitars too. Of the vocal. You kind of have to wait until the vocal finishes the, the phrase. phrase. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's coming together. All right. So this this kind of section, like Cariotti uh, mentioned putting like some horns on it, but you just imported the sounds to him. We didn't get you. We didn't get the recording of you actually recording all this. Right. It's kind of a probably. Ha can you just explain when you did it? 
just your process of it because we heard we heard the final result but we didn't get on tape when you did it because yeah. you probably did a late night or something yeah i mean i might i might have been working on it over time like yeah. you know since the beginning of the idea of the this the section but i i, I think i started with the, the, the tuba and then added a lot of times i add way more than i end up using like so it's an experiment i'll i'll pile on a bunch of stuff and then i'll pick my favorite uh parts like so i, I might do like 10 takes of little like just playing the the, the lines you know like and then i'll experiment then i'll go back and i'll go through the playlists and i'll and i'll just go to each one and then I'll, if i find a piece i like i cut it out and i put it on a comp track kind of like you would comp a vocal Mm-hmm. And then I'll I'll end up with what I end up with. You know, usually a lot less than I, I, I water it down is basically what I'm saying. So, but I think in this case there was those two main parts that I ended up with. And and how how did like I mean Cariotti suggested horns and no, I didn't suggest horn. I suggested tuba. I, so, uh, no, yeah, for the low end maybe a tuba. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, so uh, I yeah, um, I think Anthony already had the horn idea from the when 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 he came up with the uh, with the outro yeah. section. He already had the horn idea. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Because that would that like, would you know when we stop when we stop and then uh, switch gear to that section uh, it was lacking what bass. what's going to take over the bass and right. you know we weren't thinking mm-hmm. actual bass to, so sure. it's like oh yeah maybe two I was just throwing it out there yeah you know? nice yeah yeah cuz yeah cuz that th- this section from Bronson and I's point of view just came out of nowhere cuz it was like you know when they're mixing this this was like you know a couple four days and I get yeah. a thing from Anthony saying hey I got a new section and it's like just fit perfect and there's some stuff we added, but it's, I just, you know, like, where did this come from? And I'm trying to, it's, it's trying the, to yeah, kind yeah. of it, every section, because when you hear it, it yeah. sounds like we planned it from the start. Yeah, yeah. Everything mm. sounds perfect. And yeah. it's like coming together, you realize it's one thing from here. That's one a, thing. This, this process is in a lot of, like one of my favorite bands growing up was Yes. Okay. And if you listen to a song like Roundabout, right, it's like, it's like four songs in one. That's what it is. You know, and basically the way that they did that would they go in the studio and they jam and they they come up with something and then they'd find the best parts of that jam and then they'd splice that into the two inch reel and then the next day they'd come in and they'd listen to it and they go, okay, where could we go here? And then they go out there and then they jam again a little bit more and they come up. That's why you have like do, 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 all those different sections. And they really didn't write that. They basically pieced it together in the studio. And then once it's all pieced together, then they go and learn it and play it live. Uh-huh. So this is a, an example of that process, you know, in modern times, thinking the same way. It's like, you know. Oh, oh for sure. And I think this is why this process is a lot this kind of has its creative things versus a live thing because you're never going to do that if you're trying to do it in the moment. You think of the Beatles when they did Day in the Life. Um, you know, I, I read this story in Jeff Omrick or Jeff Omrick's book. He said, you know, they had the whole, the whole first part, and then Paul said, I had a, a dream. Of, uh, I have this other part. It's about woke up, got out of bed bit, and it's like, and he's like, hmm, maybe, is there any way we could work on those together? Well, it turns out that that. The transition um, from the the day in the life part where it goes to the woke up, got out of bed, something actually happened. Something fell off the piano. I forget. I'd have to go back to the book, but something <laughs> that, that wasn't planned <laughs> happened, and that ended up being the transition from those those two sections. And it was was not planned. It was like something literally <laughs> fell off the piano or whatever. And, and they're like, oh, whoa, right there. That's that's where we'll do it. I mean, so sometimes these there's these things that happen that you just, it's serendipity. You don't there's no way to plan for them. They just happen. And that's the, the beauty of the creative process. It's it's there's never any rhyme or reason, really. <laughs> <laughs> I got an idea. Go go from the where the vocal comes in. Think of this. Now it's gonna just be. That's it. That's the new hook. I think it's better. You know what I mean? Just keep repeating that. I think that's better. Right? 
So yeah, I repeat this celebrating each moment, each time. Will that work, or is it the wrong chords? <laughs> no, 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 it will work. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's work. enough words, and we just go out <laughs> yeah. for celebrating each moment as a party. That's it. And then I might add a couple of those. Celebrating this moment. Celebrating this moment. Celebrating this morning. Yeah, no, it would be better for celebrating this moment, but it's okay. I might be able to get him to do it. We'll see. <laughs> it's interesting how you picked these moments out of the tape, because that's like a key moment, really, that you picked. Well, yeah, I mean, there, well, there's only so many moments in the tape, and when you're doing... I, I, think, I think you said it to me, when you're writing this stuff, and I think part of this thing, being podcast as a songwriter, is part of it is just doing it. Like, if you're not actually doing it, we work on Thursdays for a couple hours. Yeah. If you're not actually doing it, it's not going to happen. So we've wrote the song and, you know, hired you guys to produce and engineer it. If you're not actually, do what, what are you doing your time? So recording it, like, it has to happen at some moment. So, like, yeah. you know, I idea does spawn. And now we're just on tape now, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's weird to think about it like that, but it's profound. It, it, it's true, you know? But I, 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 think, I think when you said that, I mean, sure, you spend a lot of time practicing, finding signs, but a lot of times it's just playing a G chord, just playing a C chord, getting it down building on it you know it's just it's doing of, it's it. a process if you if you sit and you think about how you're going to do it you're never going to do it just yeah. do it yeah. you know yeah that's true so that that thing sorry to get off on that tangent but this becomes a big part of the end you just thought of the new hook at the end yeah, and, it's, it's cool yeah and it's like it just i don't think you had deep thought i think it just popped into your mind exactly it's just i heard it in my head yeah yeah. So, 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 so it, there's not really much more to discuss. Yeah. It's just that was the moment. You know? And you caught, the, you captured the moment. And that's it. It's really cool. Yeah. At least we've got this part of it. Other parts of the song we did not. <laughs> <laughs> like the first verse. And it sounds positive too. Yeah. You know, I celebrate each moment. Yeah. Philosophically, I, I, I'm into Eckhart Tolle and a lot of living in the now stuff. I mean, it's a constant thing that I'm trying to improve myself in like in general i think that, that that happened to just hit me at that point you know it's just li life in general like you know like really you know the the future and the past are you know th there's nothing like the now because the now is really all you have exactly and that's what we're trying to capture here you know for sure and i think i think i think being an artist and being you know being an artist is always very selfish because you're very um um when you I guess it's constantly thinking about it and not thinking about it. I don't know how else you put it. So. Doing it. Yeah. yeah. You, you're just doing it. You're not thinking about it. You're not analyzing. But when you do do it, though, the thing is you do have to think about it because there does have to be a concept of the song, concept of the project, concept of what piece of art you're doing. Um, you know, to to get it out, uh, writing is one thing. To actually get something produced is another thing. You sure, know? it's another whole different. I mean, I think everyone sitting in this room has enough music on their computer of demos for the rest of their life right. that will never get heard. Right. That's just the way we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. And yeah. are are those songs any better or worse than this one? This is just the one we picked because we thought it was good. Yep. Yep. It's a moment in time. Okay, that was a big part, but it's not really not a lot to discuss. Yeah, it's cool. It's 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 kind of deep. It's what do you call that? Esoteric? Not esoteric. Existentialism. Maybe one champagne through the straw to end or something, or do you think we should just go on like that? What's the second? Sipping champagne through a straw. Oh yeah, I don't know where you are. You don't know where you are. That's good too. Maybe that would be the good because cadence wise, it it is a closer. Yeah. You know. Can't get to where you're going if you don't know where you are. That's where it should how it yeah. should end. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like Smash Up or something. That's cool. Can't get to where you're going if you don't know. Yeah. Can't get to where That's the best line too, so that's a great way to end it. And then the Yeah, we don't need we don't need through the straw. That just confuses it. You know, the song doesn't end. Just go right there. <laughs> That was the <laughs> But 
then brought to the sang, and I think his new work actually worked. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was the old line that you stand on? That. We didn't have Oh, oh just celebrating this morning. Yeah, maybe we should just do that. Because that, that doesn't work harmonically is ending on that other one. And, right? Yeah. That's probably the, the Macarena way. Yeah. Yeah. Da, yeah. And Macarena. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love For now. Well, there's uh, two more tracks. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's more horns. You can do those. I love this this horn, this, this quiet one. It starts the whole thing. Oh, to the left there. That that's beautiful. Oh, that I want to feature that. Okay. Oh, that's another tuba. That might be cool for the ending. Yeah, I'll just replace. Yeah. I'll just replace it with that. So it changes it up. Yeah. Simpler. Yeah. Should work. Put it in there. Right, so I think we're one thing this shows is the amount of like this was I think a couple of at least a day or so of you just working on the arrangement at the end, and um, I just cut down the chunks. But this was a long each process, yeah. Each process, and um, you you add the new words, which we add in later. Bronson yeah. sings. I don't think there's a lot of that on tape, and then. The thing I got about this is your final, you had a final track there that we just heard, which is really nice in that um, you can talk a little bit. It's like you talked about programming. Even though you programmed that in, that's actual keyboard, it sounds like real players because it's not, you didn't all quantize it. Yeah, no, it's definitely sloppy, but it's a good sloppy. Oh, it's unbelievable sloppy. It's yeah. like it's like the guys, it's like or girls are the, the section actually playing it, you know? That's when you, a lot of times when I do, orchestral arrangements and stuff for film score or whatever it's because i'm not a good keyboard player I, I tend to play things with one finger in one hand and one finger in the other and a lot of instruments don't really have a lot of voices you know like if you think about it you sure know, it's like kind of one part at a time so it gives it a real a more realism when when you do it that way because if as soon as you put all your hands down and it becomes a keyboard player you know of what i mean course, of you course of course i mean I, that, that makes sense when i but yeah like other than like maybe guitar or piano usually play one note yeah because if you think about it, if you're you know i mean sure violins can play two notes a lot uh, uh, you know double stops and stuff in certain instruments you know like, like but a tuba i don't think you can play more than one note at a time on a tuba i don't think so <laughs> so that's you know when you put those parts in that's kind of how i do it just because it's it's almost like a limitation that helps you sure yeah so i'll do the first part then i'll just jam along to it and then i'll go through it and pick out the part i liked you know. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean the the horns at this, you know, by the time they're mixed and whatever, it it, it sounds like a full on New Orleans party. Yeah, it's cool. And, yeah, and and I add something later. Oh, I love it, the stuff you added. Yeah, and it's just we're, we're gonna get to that here. I, yeah, I don't know if I have much tape on that, but um, yeah. um, yeah. So the, the, you're just endless hours of just, you know, keeping at it, keeping at yeah. and adding the parts and just, it, I'm, I'm always I'm I'm, I'm amazed at how the mix progresses with as you're getting mm. stuff and how you i guess in your back of your mind hear these parts and then have cause the biggest thing that karyati does is um you're the you're the last editor like you like you 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 really you take you decide which tracks go where like in like in the sense because there's a lot more than is there then because we need to have less you know a lot of times oh you you, you mean like uh, what's featured uh, yeah what's featured yes. giving it space yes blah, blah, blah. yeah it's carving out frequencies though too yes yeah. yes mm -hmm. no yeah. but but it, but it's it's such an art form yeah from from getting from getting all the stuff and not having sounded like the kitchen sink like so many mixes right. i send you are the kitchen sink because everything's <laughs> going on you know sometimes that's fun too but. <laughs> yeah but yeah you know, I think it needs to start uh, f uh, from the arrangement. So, like, you you uh, start giving it space or like appropriating space 
with the arrangement you know like oh uh, yeah like how many horns you have in this section and that section occupies how much of the frequencies that's in there um, <clears throat> and then uh, from there and then you you know, okay which one's prominent which one's not but you know and then you can you can achieve that by uh, well after the arrangement so like first you've got to get the arrangement correctly mm. that's when you start to have space and then you I guess you exaggerate that space uh, into a mix because I'm you know like sometimes mix is sure. like it's like it's like beyond reality really yes. you know yes. it's, it's like Star Wars <laughs> yeah. but not um, um, bigger bigger than Star Wars <laughs> yeah it's bigger. but you know and then you can you can achieve it by you know where you place it in the left and right sure. speaker center and then uh, you can add uh, you can use reverb to uh to uh, bring it you know back uh somewhere yeah you know All things like that and yeah and do you know off the top of your do you remember how many how many tracks you worked through to like how Oof. many horn tracks there were i mean there were i do not remember how many exactly i had a lot more over here and no but but it's more like how many of course go yeah. oh, whoa oh there's all with like how many he ended up yeah. with to edit i think from. what he ended up with was maybe three stereo pairs okay okay cool. okay cool yeah. that's good just good to know yeah because yeah. i think eventually at the end i will go through and i'll add up all my tape time and that will be a general thing yeah. of how much time the thing the song took and yeah. already it's over a hundred hours i see and you what about all the time you guys put in like, no that's yeah, together, yeah, together everything yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. and this Very song cool. we didn't because we put it together while other songs were going on we right. missed some recordings oh i see yeah, mm -hmm. same here um but yeah. I, I think 100 hours a song is pretty like i think over the years of making real records, you know, for labels and things like that, that that usually is a pretty close number to to to, to a starting point. You know, and, and, it, and, it can be way more. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and 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 unfortunately, you know, like if you look at the old John Mellencamp records, did set up in a barn for uh, two months and write and record a record. It doesn't happen that much anymore. Yeah, yeah. So songs like this, me and Bronson work over months. Yeah. You know, because it's we just don't have the time to mm -hmm. sure. you know spend three weeks together and write a song. Right, you know? right. So. Well, nowadays they bring in like fourteen writers, right, know, right, you know, and then they all they all sit around for three days and then yeah. and then they distill it down to the one song and they spend a million dollars. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know. I really liked um, <laughs> it was the arrangement. That was like a you kept mentioning when he's talking about how many tracks are there going and you kind of delegating what gets the focus and you right. kept mentioning like the arrangement is right if the yeah. arrangement is right then yeah you then need you to get, yeah yeah you need to start from there right you know the in, you don't don't even think about oh how how uh, i'm gonna put this on the left i'm gonna put it on. no 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 mm -hmm. no no just picture it like you hear it like all those people playing yeah does it you know? fit exactly yeah. if it yeah. fits like that then you can accentuate it back when i started doing this a lot of times because i was working with in hip-hop like with top choice click and different artists like that that were basically in those projects we would loop everything all the way through the song and there'd be like two analog tape machines full of loops 48 tracks of loops and then you would create your arrangement by muting things yep. uh. So it's like yeah. kind of, you know, I, I don't do it like that anymore. Now it's like I've, you know, gone completely the other way around. But it's funny. That's where my mindset started was it's like a canvas. You have all these crayons and the crayons, you know, go all the way through the song. And then you yeah. start erasing bits instead of adding more. So yeah, you're, you're taking away. Cool. Yeah. And, and I, 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 this is just a bigger question. You don't have to get it into, but um, what, like what horns, like, you guys make so much different music and like a lot of people just do one thing so when something like this um where does it not the inspiration come from but you, you make everything sound like so good like do you do you, is that just your years of doing it or you just are you do you ever like you know pull something for reference or um it's just what fits the track it's just what you're you're feeling in the moment i guess it becomes second nature after a while you know it's it, there's trial and error and it's endless trial and error you know i like say for instance horn sounds i i could spend three hours just auditioning uh tubas because i have like you know eight you know 
terabytes of freaking horn samples. You know, so it's like, you know, it's like. But I know, but I know, I, I know you yeah. have that, and I know you, and I know you will spend that time. But I know the second you hear the sound you're looking for, you're instantly going to record it. Yeah, it's like, usually within the first like 50 or so that I go through. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like 5,000 or anything like that. You know, there, there's people that spend years doing the shit. Yeah. You know, I, I sat at the composer's breakfast club uh, in Malibu one time with. Um, Lenise Bent is her last name. She's a famous engineer who worked with back in the day with Steely Dan. And, you know, Steely Dan is famous for taking forever to do yes, records, yes, like yes. literally years. And she told this story that the first time she started, um, she was an intern with Roger Nichols and they were working on the song. Well, there's danger and the rocks will surely pass. You know, it's from Asia. Her whole first day in the studio was listening to them sing, well, the... Well, the that was like 12 hours. Well, the for 12 hours, okay. So she's like, I don't know if I can do this, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> so, there's people that take it a hundred times further than we do. So, like, you know, you can go infinitely in either direction, you can slap something down and say, Go with the very first thing, or you can spend years and work on well, the for like 12 hours. You know, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to it it's it's but what you guys but 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 what you guys have and and, and me I, I like steely dan but some of the things with some of the musicians they work with i could make the argument that the first time they did it was exactly the same yeah. you know it's like <laughs> yeah. that and they just sat there and were just where like you guys have the ability to do that but consistently find these unique parts these unique things that it's just not luck it, it, you know, and there's something because you do endlessly search. I've worked on things where you've worked hard, and other times, yeah, it comes come, comes. Yeah, sometimes it comes quick. Sometimes you got to search for it. I think that's the thing I want to kind of impress on people. It's yeah. just the it's the work ethic, and it's just knowing too. Yeah, you know? sure. You know, like some of the stuff I did many many years ago is embarrassing to hear sometimes because it's like you're. It, I call it growing up in public. You know, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> that's a good name for a song. <laughs> no, it's just like, you know, I was experimenting and I was enamored with the process. And like, sometimes I had way too many things going on at the same time. And that's just part of, you know, the learning, yep. you know. Well, that's it for this episode. Please join us next time when Anthony and Cariati finish the mix. Oh, I electric, electric. Oh.